This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, November 10th. Brought to you by Robble AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Dust clears on Central Valley races. Dairy's poop future. Election results challenge GOP and rail strike negotiating deadline extended. Now here's a programming note. There will be no daybreak tomorrow, November 11, in observance of Veterans Day. Central Valley election results shape up with more votes in. The tighter races in the Central Valley are showing some clear leads, though Democrats again swept all statewide elections. Now for House races, the former director of the California Association of Wine Grape Growers, Republican John Duarte, has edged out ahead of Assembly member Adam Gray by just a couple of hundred votes. GOP Representative David Valadeo is a strong lead over Assembly member Rudy Salas in a farmer versus farm worker battle. In the legislature, Senator Melissa Hurtado, who usurped a Republican four years ago, has fallen behind a different one, fourth-generation table grape grower David Shepard. New tech for cow poo gains ground in California. Just 26 dairy farms are saving about 1.3 billion gallons of water a year by switching to subsurface drip irrigation systems. That's according to Dairy Cares. The technology uses recycled water to flush manure from barns and pipe it underground to efficiently irrigate crops. We want to continue to farm here in our home state, said Merced County farmer Michael Vander Dussen. So investing in our irrigation technology and doing everything we can to conserve is critical. Along with reducing water use, the system helps to protect groundwater, reduces the need for synthetic fertilizers, and cuts climate emissions, he explained. Election results likely narrow farm bill path. Although the midterm election results aren't final, House Republicans may have at best a very thin majority in the next Congress to pass a farm bill that will be a high priority for many in the party's rural base. Former North Dakota Democrat Senator Heidi Heitkamp says Republicans have more to lose than Democrats if they don't pass a new farm bill. Programs in the 18 farm bill start expiring in September 2023. Republicans have a much greater interest in getting a farm bill done if the House Republicans take over the House and they can't pass a farm bill, she said, during a post-election webinar hosted by AgriPulse. That's a messaging and talking point for Democratic challengers. You can read our full report at AgriPulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Bravo, AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Election results to challenge GOP leaders. House Republicans may yet win control of the House when the final votes are counted. 
But the GOP leadership will have, at best, a very small majority that could make it difficult for them to pass legislative priorities. A thin majority empowers individual members to derail bills. That's something House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has dealt with as she tried to move President Joe Biden's legislative agenda. House progressives, for example, delayed passage of the infrastructure bill. Now take note, the conservative House Freedom Caucus holds a new member orientation today and tomorrow. The agenda includes discussion of how to use issues like the Farm Bill as leverage points. Still, former House Ag Committee Chairman Colin Peterson of Minnesota says the narrow election results could strengthen the GOP leadership hand in dealing with rank-and-file members. The leadership can argue that voters don't want us to go off and make radical changes that are going to make everything partisan. Peterson said at a webinar hosted by the North American Agricultural Journalist. Vilsack heads to COP27. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack will discuss the dairy industry's effort to achieve net zero carbon emissions, climate smart agriculture, and an international effort to increase ag research spending at the COP27 meeting in Egypt on Friday and Saturday. Vilsack will talk with USAID Administrator Samantha Power and former Secretary of State John Kerry about the Agriculture Innovation Mission for Climate, that's AIM for Climate, or AIM-4C, a joint initiative by the United States and the United Arab Emirates to boost ag research. When it was launched with $4 billion in commitments from participating nations, leaders of the initiative say they hope to double that amount by COP27. Deadline for rail strike pushed back to at least December 4th. The prospect of a rail strike is a little less imminent after rail carriers and at least one of the major rail unions agreed to extend the negotiating deadline from November 19th to early December. The two sides differ on the date. The carrier said it's at least until December 4th, and the union said the new date's December 9. The National Carriers Conference Committee, which represents the nation's freight carriers, said yesterday the extension will give members of unions still facing ratification votes time to complete their voting without disruption from the threat of a strike. The railroads will remain engaged with the Brotherhood of Maintenance of Way Employees Division, the BMWED of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, throughout the extended cooling-off period and will continue to seek an agreement based on the framework recommended by Presidential Emergency Board, the committee said. Seven of nine unions have ratified the proposed pact, and two, including the BMWED and the Brotherhood of Railroad Signalmen, have not. The next votes are set for Monday the 14th and Monday the 21st. Now, on the union side, the BMWED said with the extension, there is absolutely no reason for the railroads to discontinue service or threaten to discontinue their services, causing intentional economic harm to their customers and the U.S. economy. There is now more than adequate time for the railroads to come to the bargaining table, engage in good health negotiations with us, and reach a voluntary agreement to provide all rail workers with paid sick leave. Finally, here's today's He Said It. And Laos, you just wait for Mother Nature to water your crops. But in America, farming starts with water.
that Fresno County farmer Pang Chang describing the California's water rose and how adopting new technologies helped his tiny operation survive. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, November 10th. Brought to you by Robble AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.